Now, I only recently saw a film that initially came out uh, back in October, and it was the second biopic of Apple co-founder Steve Jobs. The other one, I think, was just called Jobs. And that, too, sank without a trace, but apparently that was pretty dire. And I never watched it because it had Ashton Kutcher in the lead role. Uh, this one had a much higher pedigree. Directed by Danny Boyle. I've had my ups and downs with Danny Boyle. I think he's made some terrible movies and some really great ones. And it's really hard to tell which is coming. But pairing him with uh, Aaron Sorkin, you at least know that you've got one of the most esteemed writers, uh, screenplay writers and script writers that there is in Hollywood. And then you've got amazingly strong cast. Michael Fassbender as Jobs, Kate Winslet, Seth Rogen, Jeff Daniels. Um... The movie itself is uh, quite cleverly done. It's quite stagey as well. It could, it, it, like The Hateful Eight, you wouldn't have to do much to put this on the stage. Uh, it's set around three product launches for Apple, and it's shown in the leading sort of half an hour up to each product launch where Steve Jobs gets this sort of imagined, heightened reality that is his life, um, and he argues viciously with everyone. He demands impossible things from everyone he treats people terribly he's hugely charismatic he does generate a lot of uh, action from people um, and the other big thing about the uh, the story is it focuses on a daughter whose paternity he denied for many years uh, from his estranged partner she had a paternity test he said because it was only like 94 percent positive that it was him then there was 6% of you know the population as well. It, it doesn't prove that it's him because there's still not this 100% certainty, which is kind of indicative of how he lived his life anyway. Um, and so it, it, a big part of the film is him talking to his daughter over these three separate launches. One is the uh, Apple Macintosh um, in the early late 70s, early 80s. Then there's uh, a, a totally forgotten next project that he did, which was to try and put computers in every school. And then finally, it's the Apple iMac, which was the first really successful Apple home computer, which was in the 90s. And it's got the same reoccurring people in there. The Seth Rogen's really good at Steve Wozniak in this, actually. He's perfectly cast. He look he he does that I've been hard done by, but you're still a good bloke kind of perfectly. You know, he's always look, looks a little bit embarrassed and he's always uh looks a little bit like you've let me down. And he and he was. Um It's a very wordy film. Uh virtually the entirety of it is dialogue. There's not much in the way of outdoor shots. There's not much in the way of peripheral action. It's really Steve Jobs talking to everyone around him and you're getting a, a, an indication of who he is. Uh, so there's not really any story either. Um, just a constant developing relationship he has with um, workers that he should have probably rewarded more. Um, and it shows how intransigent he is, how he won't even accept 1% of what he doesn't want no matter how if that brings a whole house of cards down he'll walk straight out and and for what it is the film is amazing and i and i struggled to find out why it bombed so so badly uh, and was apparently put up against a lot of big hitting movies when it was released and just sank in the background and to stop it getting really um attacked at oscars time 
or awards time, they actually removed it from the cinemas because apparently that would have a it would have the taint of being a loser. So they actually removed it and it didn't make any money. And then they'll probably re-release it again. Um, Michael Fassbender is absolutely superb as Steve Jobs. He's compelling throughout the whole time he's on screen. There's virtually no scene that he isn't the main person talking. And he is brilliant in this film and he's up for an Oscar nomination as well. And I had to Google who the woman was who was his right-hand woman because she was brilliant um, and I didn't actually know it was Kate Winslet. She does a very passable Polish accent and looks at, in the earlier parts, nothing like... I didn't think it looked anything like Kate Winslet. Um, so all of that about the film is superb. That's all really great. There are a couple of moments here and there where Danny Boyle gets his oar in and you kind of feel like Aaron Sorkin wouldn't have written that particular bit. I thought the last two or three minutes were just silly and didn't really fit with the tone of the film. But there are, there are problems with this film, and they're all to do with what it isn't. Um, do I care that Steve Jobs was alienated from his own daughter? Not really. There's probably 100 million fathers on this earth that are alienated from their daughter. But there's probably only a couple that have invented things that have changed humanity, changed everything about our daily lives, things that we touch all the time and have affected communications and everything. Some of the most important products that have ever been released that have wide-ranging social implications. So we get the Apple Macintosh, which was a failure when it came out, even though it was influential, we get the next computer project, which was a total and utter failure. And then we get one success with the iMac. We don't get the MacBooks. Uh, we don't get three products that don't even need to be identified as computers because they're so well known, the iPod, the iPhone, and the iPad. And I just think if there's something interesting to focus on about this guy's life, it's probably those life-changing events rather than two failed launches and one reasonably big success um and i think yeah it's they've taken choices and it's interesting and it works because it's a conversation piece to let you into this guy's brain but i just think maybe they could have focused on a different period or or at least you know condensed it into having this sort of kaleidoscope of all of those different product launches and cut the scenes down a bit so that you actually got some sense of what was happening because by the time the movie ends, Apple haven't really taken off that much. And you kind of think, well, that's the story. Um, and the daughter, which takes up you know a third of the film probably overall, is just less interesting to me. <clears throat> but that's not to say that they don't do really, really good work with what they've chosen to focus on. Um, so ups and downs, I'd give it an 8 because I, I do think there's kind of a little bit of opportunity missed there uh, and it is a little bit too talky but it's still a really strong film. Um, so Steve Jobs I will give 8 out of 10 too. This is um, more movie related news.